So Uthi Unsettled, uh, I hope you all had a good week and are excited for the party um, that you've all been invited to. <laughs> One person is. We also... This guy knows. It's not even his birthday. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Gonzalo. Woo! Birthday Woo! session. Starts to make it exciting. Um, and. <laughs> what are you psyching yourself up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so hyped for this session. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh, yeah. Without further ado, though, we'll, we'll get into it. So, last time, um, you were all sort of on your shopping <laughs> slash doing the bits and bobs uh, before you went off to this small celebration that you'd all have been invited to by Lady Boltstone. Um, in honor of your uh, triumph over the creatures within the Boltstone Mines. Uh, first of all, you visited Alara, as you often do uh, <laughs> during Uthia during and Settled. Mum trying to. Uh, Trying to seduce some things, or deduce, deduce some things, and then, <laughs> and then, and then slightly started to seduce, but I think thought better of it, uh, putting her arm on, yeah, <laughs> on the counter, and um, and trying to curate some letters. Um, you all basically went about your your to do list, getting different outfits. Um, from some of you from uh, yeah from a small sort of secondhand antique shop sort of store um, and others from a much more oh shit from a much better uh, emails <laughs> from a much more affluent store um, the Boltstone Boutique um, where some of you bought some especially tailored tailor made um uh, outfits for, for the evening. You then all made your way towards um, Yostra Berethane, um, like her family's house, to share the news and to give back the uh, remains that you had found of their daughter within the mines. Um, it was quite a emotional moment um, as you guys gave back those the remains Vauxhall in particular getting very emotionally stirred and um, although then told not to speak <laughs> during that very decided um, situation dictated him speaking up um, and partly at a moment of uh, clarity during that interaction decided to leave the uh, bag of holding as well as the money uh, that he had found. 
Meanwhile, um, Agamar had gone back to No Shields and um, had been talking with Saren about all sorts of orders of business, uh, particularly um, things that Saren had, uh, had learned about the cart or where she was on the night that she was not, uh, or that she arrived at No Shields late. Um, also, Suggesting some things for Saren to do in the meantime, investigating um, what happened to the tax cart that was raided supposedly by bandits that Sakura Iron Fist, uh, uh, Steel Fist, sorry, had come in and asked um, Agamar about. Also to look into uh, any possibility of selling the gems that um, Agamar and some of you all had procured from Boston Mines. We return to you all as you are, as the rest of you who had gone down to um, the Buried Thales are returning into Padscombe um, of an evening. The sort of sun getting quite low in the sky now, the, uh, the sky being filled with sort of shocks of pink and gold across <coughs> some of the clouds, and, and the clouds sort of getting much heavier in this part uh, of the evening as you guys enter through the main gates uh, out of Coldsong, the shanty town that surrounds Padscombe and into the, the inner city walls. Um, the, the walls giving a protection from the, the harsh winds of this, this part of Uthia. And you all make your way <clears throat> along Raven Road back to um, No Shields. Um, coming back from quite a, an emotional stir. Um, some of you, I'm presuming the conversation is probably slightly quiet, although the excitement of the ball, of the party is... Uh, uh, he said it now, it's a ball, <laughs> it's cannon! <laughs> uh, it's just a really big ball. Um, I hope it's the red variety. <laughs> Uh, as you guys make your way through the streets. Um, those of you um, who are at the front of the group, we think you would be more at the front. Um, uh, could I could ask you to give me perception checks as you are walking through the, the, the town? Man so confidently going through the city, not even sort of paying attention, um, and and trudging along. Um, no, just feeling herself, you know? Just feeling just in, in the public? <laughs> <laughs> um Voxel, as you're sort of walking along quite um contemplative. Uh, of the recent uh, events. As you're moving through the town here, um, looking around and head, coming up to No Shields, there's a couple of things you, you notice. Um, first of all, you see uh, sort of to the left of you, like right behind, on the, sort of as you go past one of the nearby alleys of No Shields, you notice there's a there's a sort of mark on the side of the wall of No Shields, very tucked out of the way. Um, but you, you 
recognize it as a mark of the ebon eye um, on the side. Another thing you notice with a 21 um, is you see just at the corner of your eye, um, and wet up on the rooftops, you see a small shape jump um, from behind a sort of chimney and ducking down behind a, a, a pilot section of roof. Um, and through your experience, you recognize it as a squirrel-like figure. And finally, as, you, your, as your eyes sort of descend where this squirrel had jumped uh, and duck behind a section of roof, your eyes rest on the road and uh, sort of leaning against um, a building um, just adjacent to no shields is a sort of large uh, figure. Um, it's difficult to tell in, in the light. Um, he's quite a bit far away at the moment. Um, so your dark vision doesn't quite reach, but you you, you see that he is, he is half orc and quite large sort of sections of armor and, and such. He's leaning against the wall. Wolfil um, is like walking ahead and he just like puts his arm out and stops suddenly. Um, I... I think... That person up ahead. Many of you recognize him. Who? Over there by no shields. Um, yeah, no need for a perception check, really. This sort of outline to you, especially salt, is very recognizable. Um, you notice this sort of small, like, mohawk type uh, hairstyle and the, the sort of hunched. Uh, yeah, countenance of this figure as Garrett. Okay, let's just pretend we don't see him. Are they like at the door? They're like literally building like adjacent, like leaning on the wall, and they're seemingly like fiddling with something in their hand. Um, and like you see them like flick something every now and then. Lastly, can you see anyone in the surrounding buildings? I will look towards the surrounding buildings. Go for it. Give me a perception check. Yes. Sorry. Twenty-five. That one. You you do not. The buildings look very clear. It's quite a it's quite a dark night though with the clouds rolling in. Um, but even with your dark vision. The buildings are dirty. I can't see anyone. There is a change that I noticed on the side of the wall there. I'm pretty sure that wasn't there before. Oh shit. We should tell. Uh, I can mark. It's like on no shield, is it? Yeah. Sure. Um, you gonna be happy about it? No, I, I think you'll be very un- unhappy with that. Um, What's that mean? It's the mark I believe of the end. That person on the, on, on the wall 
causes anything, honestly, I've ever beaten him up before we can take him. He's just... He's just so fucking dumb. Just walk in the middle of us, and he doesn't even feel... Fucking rock his shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's my world. Rock's world is From where I saw the squirrel, could I identify if the squirrel seemed like fruit bat? Um, your it's not from what you've seen, and when you were uh, when you would explore the city, um, you're beginning to realize that squirrels in cities on roofs pretty uncommon, and. Uh, <laughs> And you're sort of, as you sort of realize this, and you're like, that is a hundred percent fruit, right? And then as you realize that, you think, maybe hiding as a squirrel wasn't like the best idea back when you and Fruit Rat would explore the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was not a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. tried it on animals before? Uh, um, I think I got drunk in a bar once. No, um, no. But I, I mean, I can give it. Is there an animal around here? You. Um, then maybe I can try. What's um, the radius on it? Oh, you know, like at at least five feet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on six. Oof. Uh, see, I just got to really rack my memory. As long as goes. Uh, I feel like it's thirty or. I see. I feel like I feel like it's something like maybe maybe fifteen. Yes, I. I thought yeah, thirty. Mm-hmm. Thirty. Huh? Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. As long as it doesn't go into Garrett's mind, I feel like you wouldn't take kindly to that. Yeah, far away is Garrett. Um, at this point, I'd say you like Vox will notice this. You're you guys are about like seventy feet away. Oh, okay. uh, but and, and he doesn't seem to. Of notice, like he seems to be like like biting his nails and like spitting them out, and, and he's he's so engrossed in that. And you guys, you you feel yourself very lucky as you guys are just like this group standing still in the middle of the road. Uh, that's quite you know fairly empty. Um, like one cart has sort of come past in this time, but um, it's a very very quiet night, and this this uh, yeah half orc seems to be fairly oblivious, which doesn't really surprise you. I could open up and it means that if there's something here that you wish to communicate with, you can talk to it yourself. Um, we can try. Okay. Um, How does speak with animals work with this thing? Are you casting the spell? Yeah. If, if it works. <laughs> if it's like, if something that's feasible, like this, is, is it like stackable? Can it even... Uh, you can, you can give it a go. Okay. Um, I sort of, uh, like, you just kind of watch the, I guess it looks like just lingering dust in the air, sort of, like, up mm. here. You know, sort of like a purr.
He's going to speak with So if you, if you do that, then it means it's any creature of intelligence of two or higher. <coughs> so just repress Mark, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Voxo like holds like his staff like very closely and you see him close his eyes and then open and his eyes are like rightfully luminescent um <laughs> luminescent and then um he uh he tries to speak with food rats um meet me at this alley at midnight make sure no one sees I'm wondering actually because with this ability is it that individuals can talk amongst individuals or is it like a broadcast and everyone who is it says affected creatures can communicate telepathically with one another while they're in 30 feet with one another okay I'm gonna say it's uh Hmm. Uh, no, I'd let you make the call. Would you say I'd whenever say you use this ability, do you, would you would it affect everyone that you're affecting, or do you think you can target? That's it? You can target, like yeah. I have, but I've done that. Yeah. I think before. Okay. As your okay. Yes. Okay. Let's say that. Um, as you as you send this out, uh, you feel like you can feel. Um, the mind you're you're trying to contact, and as you sort of say it, you see like a small head like pop up from behind one of the roofs and just look at you, um, but you don't get a response. Give me. Um, there an arcana? Yeah, an arcana check. It is a 21. 21. You get the feeling that fruit wrap doesn't... You feel like you, you need an intel... Like a, a, a bit... Well, you feel like you would... It takes a bit to figure out how to use this thing, and and fruit rat can like like you can tell he heard your voice, but he just has no idea what the fuck is going on or how to reply. Even swear you like hear a tiny voice, but you can't hear anything. You okay? Yes. Um. Thank you. I think I managed to do what I wanted. Tell 
Yeah, you guys. Yeah, move forward um, and get close to no shields. Uh, finally, the the half orc seems to notice your presence, and um, he sort of turns to you, um, and you get the uh, you get the impression that he was waiting, and you hear him call out. Oi! No, no, it's okay. <laughs> so. Oh! Hello. Even. Yes, it is. Mm. And you see him sort of like fiddle with a van brace. I talk to you. Oh, he's gonna ask you out. Alone, if you don't mind. <laughs> so he's dead off the Can I get like a. I mean. And yeah, roll me an insight check. Yeah. Just see, like, roll me an insight check. What are your intentions with my daughter? You're not sure. It's quite, it's quite dark. Hard to read his expression. Um, just kind of like glance the fit and then just like nod and then take a step forward. And he sort of steps, um, sort of slightly, slightly away. Uh, and like turns his back slightly to the group um, as you step up and he's just like before I go I'm just like I'm gonna take my sword out of my belt and like hand it to one of these guys as well uh-huh. just like a show of good faith yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you sort of walk up and uh, I'd say yeah quite probably hesitantly get abreast of him you, you realise as well he hasn't got any uh and he, he hasn't got like his, his shield and his warhammer, yeah. his normal sort of weapons on him. Um, right, so. I don't really know how to do this, but my man told me what you'd actually done. And it wasn't an insult, it wasn't a trick. It was in fact quite honorable. <laughs> just like trying not to just burst into laughter. So, I owe you one favor. And then we're even. Okay. All right. to cash in this favor now? No. Where can I find you? Same tavern as before. You'll find me or someone from the Iron Fist here. Will you be here long? For the foreseeable. Okay. And, uh, as a token of good faith, He sort of like leans in slightly and looks at your group. I'd be careful if I was you. Other mercenaries aren't looking too kindly on the reputation your little group is gathering. Can you give me any specific names? I can. Main one 
it's mostly, you know, Storm's Edge mercenaries. Shadows Embrace mercenaries too. Friends. Thank you, Gareth. Gonna like extend a hand. He sort of like hesitates and then he sends out his. What is worth you through a good punch? You too. Well, I will undoubtedly be seeing you soon. Be seeing you. Enjoy your little pie. <laughs> yes, I will try. He like grunts and then sets off. Everything alright? Uh yes, I here. I can catch in a favor with them. I don't know what that means, but I well anyway, um we need to be I'll tell you when I could You guys head inside, um, <clears throat> just as sort of Agamar and, and, and Sarin are finishing their, their discussion of business. And uh, as you guys come inside, it's quite a quite a quiet evening. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of patrons and, um, and Uri is sort of finishing off one of his sets uh, as you guys come in. And yeah. Ah, you're all back. I was just about to start cleaning everything up to get prepared for tonight. With the hand? No, no, it's nothing we can't handle. You should all try to keep yourselves clean after all. <laughs> uh, Agamar, uh, speaking of cleaning, um, the side of your wall outside... Oh yes, the horses usually do like shitting there. Uh, no, can't do much about it. No, it's not... It's, it's not the horses. Um... I believe it's some kind of red substance on your wall. Was anyone chucking wine at the wall again? I don't believe it's wine. Oh. Good luck. I have a big fat eye on your Your pub. Eye. The letter? No, the... Uh, oh, no. Not the Evan. Yeah, is it I black? Guess. Yeah, yes. Wait, red or black? I'm confused now. The same thing. Well, same thing, really. Yeah. Red turns black. black after a while. That's how it works, right? Yeah. I have sure. trouble seeing color. <laughs> see, see, True. Oh, you know, you know, the color of my dream. has always been colored. You know, <laughs> dark vision's quite hard to discern the colors, you know, especially at longer distances. Right, right. <laughs> Um, Why did someone do this? What is the other name? They're a cult, right? Yes, they are a non-savory bunch. Why would... You don't need to worry about why they're putting up signs outside. I'll deal with it. Um, before you go, as well, I like motion to everyone to like... Um, we need to be careful. Spoke with Gavin outside, and he gave us a little tip. Um, mercenaries aren't too pleased with us. Well, that's only natural. We did what they couldn't. I know, but I, I think best, best 
be careful. I mean, the storm's edge and shadows embrace, and I mean, now that with that symbol of the Edenai appearing on your tavern, it makes me wonder if perhaps people aren't like in our involvement so much. We did what they couldn't, and they're upset at us. Or maybe we uncovered something we shouldn't. I'm kind of like just motion toward the heads being kept. Well, either way, the half of you said you'd be leaving after this. Shouldn't be attracting any more attention after them. I guess you're right, actually. They wouldn't follow us, would they? Yeah, they I, don't know how, I don't know how much they do that. Do you know anything about these Storm's Edge and Shadow and Grace? It's <laughs> awfully gross. Not much. They're sort of... Storm's... Storm's Edge is led by this asshole called Roderick. Roderick. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Roderick. Yeah. Robin. Yeah. Good old Roderick. Uh, he's a asshole human. He's kind of smart though. Um, he's probably got, especially since Garrett and the and the Iron Fists went down in the mines. He's definitely. He's definitely got the biggest uh, influence on. He gets the most jobs, that's for sure. They uh, give all their patronage to the steel and shield, fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, you don't want them in here anyway. They're not nice. And then the, uh, the other ones, uh, Lyra. She's in. She's in command of the. Uh, it's like shadows embrace or something ridiculous. Yes. It's- She's, uh, yeah, she's very cunning, sly, kind of, she's an elf, and they do some, I don't know, their their work seems to be the most likely to (laughs) go into the unsavory, that's at least what I've seen. Okay, well. I doubt they follow you. They've got too much business here. That's the problem with her. She like looks around the patrons. It's the problem with Patscom. What's that? It's the problem with Patscom. They hire mercenaries to do their work with these bandits. That's by the way. Anyway. I just looked at this. Also, we have a favor. Like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe if things go wrong, then we can catch it in and get some bodyguards. A favor from who? Garrett. The oh! Angus, yes. Maybe we could get you some security. <sighs> you think we can trust him? Oddly enough, I do. I'm, I mean, I mean, he's dumb as pig shit, but I, I don't know. Well... As long as I can get their help without having to pay them. <laughs> That's all good with me. Um, you, as you guys are talking, it's quite, it was quite dark outside and sort of the sun is pretty much set at this point. Um, there's still some residual pink in the sky. Um, but it is, it is dark. You get the sense that, um, you should be 
heading off to the Citadel. And we kind of fast-forwarded baths and stuff. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure last session it ended with Martin coming in by herself and you guys were going yeah. off there at her house to, mm-hmm. to bathe. We can just say we Yeah, we can, we can say we fast-forward. Forward. You're all clean. Because that's just really, like, in... in yeah. Like, so we'll play that I wanted to... <laughs> you, <laughs> you could, we can 100% yeah. rewind and break on. We were going to have a bath together. <laughs> <laughs> I was wanting to use that opportunity to tell Marvin about the thing. Oh, okay. Yes, well then we can 100% do baths. It's a bit lighter. <laughs> it's a bit lighter than what I said it was. <laughs> Outside. You reckon you've got like oh, enough time for a bath before you need to go. <laughs> Should we quickly Yeah, you guys stink. Thank you, Marvin. Are we okay just walking into your home? Make problem. It's a friend of the family now. Pro- they'll recognize Yeah, they'll recognize it. You just look for the silver form of residence. Indeed. Yes, they were. Yeah. That's the one. It's louder there. Oh, it's got lighter. People have got quieter. What? <laughs> it was loud there. Everyone's going to bed. <laughs> yes, this way. <laughs> it's like points towards what you remember is a sort of clanging loud area that the house is past. Yeah, yeah. Should we follow them? You could always bathe in the trough. No. Yeah, okay, we'd have a choice. <laughs> There's a head in there. <laughs> That's true. There's a head of like five bars of soap that are slowly dissolving. The water's running bad. Okay, as, as, as you guys head off to, to <laughs> Mum's family home, um, <laughs> sort of unannounced to use her bath. <laughs> um, Agama, um, as these guys move out and Saren sort of goes to attend to some tables, um, as customers are finishing up their meals and, and getting ready to leave. What was it you wanted to do? Um, while I have you here. He's just like starts like wiping off his hands on like the, the like tablecloth he has tucked under his belt. I do have something that requires a little bit of privacy to discuss. It's <clears throat> just follow me. And he like starts heading towards the, the back room where there's currently the, the head bobbing in the water. I wanna follow. And uh, yeah, as he, as he follow like behind, he then like closes the door, then like pulls out a stool and just like sits on it, kind of like essentially like halving his height as he sits down. Well, Agma, I'm not a doctor. If you've got something wrong, that I clearly, clearly not not my expertise. What are you talking about? Carry on. Remember. <laughs> I was going to tell you that before we went down into the mines, we were approached by Grim, uh, me and Salt, when we were at the Herbal Hands getting the antitoxins, and he came with us with strange news that I admit would probably have been better to tell you sooner, but... I thought it unwise to distract you from the mission we had at hand. Um, he told us that 
that he has an inkling of an idea why a shroud was after himself and by association you out in the dead woods. And uh, something else strange happened in Maven. Um, um, I assume you're aware of the Dreamweavers there. Prophecy and spirit seeing, dreams and all that. Yeah, I've heard of them. No, one hasn't heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brim was telling us that they apparently had a troubling vision. Velanthra, one of the Dreamweavers, had, wouldn't you have guessed it, a dream, which envisioned something happening to Padscombe, something like a dark presence looming over the city, and Brim wanted to let you know this. Brim knew the Dreamwalkers how? That much she did not explain. Okay. This. Uh, well, first of all, Ivana, thank you. Um, I, yeah, mm, I feel like we just have so much unfinished business here. Yes. I'll find him. Um, well, as long as you know. And he just like pats his knees and gets up from the still full height again and then just like walks out of the back room, just <laughs> leaving you there with the stuff. <laughs> Follow around. In the meantime, if I could fix you a drink or something while we wait for the others. That, that's all good. Um, unless it's exactly what you gave. What's the, the fun stuff that made us. Ah, uh, the Stormborn! That one. I might have a little left downstairs in the cellar. Ooh. Better leave it till after. Yes, probably not best for pre-drinks before this event. Huh? Probably not. Well, just a little. A little bit, right? Just a. Sharon. A little bit. I'm, you said I was coming. I know, but you can hold your liquor a lot better than the rest of us. Mars, great. Dwarf Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her drink. She had like at least four of her before. All right, ladies. All right. And he just like starts heading down the cellar. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> This is, and Saren's like saying this while she's like clearing a table. <laughs> she's still working. Uh, so you guys grab grab some small prees while these guys are. Uh, Maybe eating. some salted nuts as well. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, the rest of you, led by Kroja, um, probably takes you a little longer than, than usual to. F- you get to the noisy quarter, um, you know, but then but then it starts to really die down once you're there. Um, it's sort of evening has kicked in, and uh, most people have stopped work, and it becomes quite a quiet quarter, although it's still quite smoky um, in this part of, of Padscombe. Um, and it takes you a little while um, to find... The, the silver forges, um, but eventually you do, of course. And there's um, <laughs> trained hunter. Yeah, <laughs> you retrace his footsteps half the way there. You can see some of some of the lights on the inside of the building. Though the shop front has sort of like a closed sign uh, on the outside, and, and no lights on that um, 
on the, through like the shop window, etc. It's all, all dark. Right, of turn around. That's what Sansa is Right, I know we went um, varying routes, but we've made it here. Thanks to my prowess as a hunter. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. Honestly, please, please, your plot is too much. <laughs> Could be real with you lot. Um, I've forgotten Merm's brother's name. Uh, um, Bro. We could just guess. We just introduce ourselves as Merv's friend. And we just don't have to say what's his name, okay? Well, we talk with me and he could have he's gonna walk to the door. He's walked to the door. It's a good chap and he's gonna chap in the door quick. Which door are you going to, by the way? So the back door or the, the shop front? Oh, God, the shop front's closed. Oh, look be angry. He's overthinking it. He's down. Just a nice front there. Okay, I'm going to check around the back. I'll call you for the answer. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the back. Yeah. fucking shot for trespassing. You, uh, <laughs> you knock and, and you hear some, like, muffled voices on, like, through... Through the side of the door, just and then like some some creaking of floorboards as they come towards the door, and you hear like a, a couple of bolts like, and the door opens, and you see like a a, a, a dormant face just sort of peek through, um, like a very uh, olden face that you recognise as as Mum's father, right. Hello. Hello again, we're um, we're Mum's friends uh, from the from the mines. So we've um, been invited to a party of great honour tonight, and um, we're needing a place to clean up. We won't be here long. So you don't mind if we just pop in and out? Use your water thing. <laughs> bath, 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 bath. Use your bath. <laughs> you supposed to see his like disbelief in his eyes, and him just like trying to piece together. You want to come in and use our bath? Look, it's either your bath or a trough for us. And we're Didn't you already bathe? I already bathed, yeah, but the rest of us haven't. The rest of you? <laughs> come round. Awkward wave. Look, some of us are like taller. Smaller. Oh, guts. Apologies for how strange this is. Yeah, sorry. But we really. We, we really stink. We stink and we're going to the Bloodstone Manor. We don't have any more baths. <laughs> the other one had a head, a head in it. You see him just like, just... Kill your mother. <laughs> Why not? He opens the door and he's like... And as you guys sort of come to approach, he holds up a hand to, to make you stop. But I'm going to ask you to be very... Very... Quiet. Oh. You've just all the kids to bed and I swear if you wake one of them <laughs> oh you will wish you had never been born right take him right you lot uh, there's a lot of them how many gotta be more than one I have hands six seven eight 
one of them stared at me. God. It's a bit weird as well. At least they're asleep. But yes, maybe the quietest of us goes first. Just to test the waters. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We all of you should comment. Treat like a combat encounter. Like stumbling past the monsters. Don't want to wake up the kids, man. He invites you all in and you all sort of come into the, the kitchen area and he shuts the door behind you and you see like uh, a, a younger dwarf, um, sort of darker brown hair, uh, sitting eating sort of his dinner, clearly. And he's just like, just looks at all the people entering his home. Mm-hmm. Good, good evening. What the? Your sister? I don't know. But does does he look like mine? Yeah. Your sister? Said we could. Said you could all come in and use the bath. Oh, again? Oh, hello. You haven't come for another bath, have you? No, it was great the first time, but I'm. Yeah, I'm still clean. It's this, the rest of these, these dirty blighters. Yeah, that dad. We should we should change oh, into a bathhouse, I think. Okay. And of course, just like I don't I don't know. I have words with her for sure. How would I spell that? What are your names? Sorry. Uh, Ofgar. And the other one, and Rurik. Rurik. Was younger. Pleasure. Thanks, what? Well, pleasure. Oh. I know you called him. Nailed it. Right. Sorry, was it? Ulfgar and Rurik. Rurik. Okay. You've you've told them about the kids, right? And Ulfgar's like, yeah. He's like, okay, just very quietly, please. You're welcome to wait here, I guess, for your turn. In the bath, we've just got the one bath, I'm afraid. So you're gonna have to, unless you're some of you are bathing. Actually, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Just, I, I'm just presuming that this is an emergency and it's all good. Are we getting changed? Where have you got that What do you mean? We to pick up. Oh shit! Yes. So really, I'm going to be going back into my legs. Do you have a big piece of cloth? <laughs> you see Ulfgar just like rub his forehead. Do you have any large cousins? Just stop talking. Stop talking. And he just turns to Rurik. I'm going to go to bed. And you're going to deal with yes, this. Yes, a blanket could work really well. <laughs> and Rurik's just like, you're going to leave this with me. Yep. And he just like goes up the stairs. I'm just muttering under his breath in Dwarvish. Those of you that speak Dwarvish, you hear... Well, those of you that don't, you hear Mum's name a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just, like, hear... <laughs> just like, you. <laughs> it's always nice to hear a father say how much, how much he loves his daughter. Oh, man. A lot to love there. We are very sorry. I know it's fine. I'm sure we can. I can find some some spare clothes, uh, but I don't think they're gonna fit. You no, I just all. I can let myself in my clothes and take away this thing. Okay. Um, who wants first? Is it customary to take turns? Yes. Yeah. I, I, have, I would be honest with you, Voxel. I've never been in this situation before. Uh, Voxel, is it? 
this is not custom made at all. No, nothing, nothing about this is, is custom made. Oh. This isn't normal. So what is normal? Normal is, you know, using your own bath or, uh, <laughs> um, or, or like messaging ahead, you know, letting us know that like, like what, five of your friends are going to be coming without you to, to bath. But that's just mad, so. Noted. I posited, Mark told us that she told you. Did she? <laughs> oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I see, but we can go. No, I you... I see the confusion. I'm really sorry. That, that, that must be confusing. Strangers are around. It's very strange, but uh, you, you said it's for a, an event, so I... Listen, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Can one of you get in the bar, please? So this can be over. I'm going first. Oh, go on then. Thank you. There's towels on the rack you can use this once. Thank you. Um, where is it? Hey, <laughs> <Aye>, follow me. <laughs> he leads you to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again. No singing. I only made dinner for uh, myself but um, there's, a, there's a bit left if anyone's really hungry it's you know I would have prepared more if I'd known but um, that's so weird mum did say that yeah, no, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> she did, she said, I can't, I can't believe her actually, that's really rude. It's, hey, she's really rude, I don't know why. I, I don't know about you, I would never treat my family like this, but. No, never. Thank you. Oh, man, I can see why it's probably really good that she has you as friends, you know, probably mellow her out. What has been, I mean, Carve off some of those behaviours. How many years has it been since we've hired at least? We've known that we've... For a long time. Ah, we, we go way back and it's... No, we don't. How did you meet? How did you meet? <laughs> um, you don't? You don't? No, no you didn't. Uh, we we picked him up in the forest. We picked him up in the forest. Oh, yes. Voxel. Yes. Hey. Which well, forest? The one just over that way. Oh, dang wood. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, but they don't know them either. Yeah. They don't know man? They don't. He doesn't they Not know. for five years? No, he's, no. he's confused. Not he's confused. Years. I think he's, he's confused. confused. We, found, we found one in a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Where's a brothel? Although, although that doesn't surprise me. I think I believe him. Oh, you're hurting me. You're lying. Why are you lying? lying? Oh, I, I don't know. It's, 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 Mern did say that... Voices down. Mern did say that she told you. Okay. The other stuff is bullshit, we don't, we just mean that a Oh, look, it's hidden. <laughs> You're quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Top of the stairs on the right. I'm sure you can find it. Perfect. Just like, come on. Sexy elf. It's good, eh? <laughs> Watching. <laughs> 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 for the sake, for the sake yeah, of gravity, <laughs> we're just gonna. 
Actually, we're we're a season of performers. There's hair everywhere. Ambrose montage of the same thing, slow mo, but a vastly cleaning up movement. Good guy, good guy. So eventually, you are all clean and. Uh, the, only, the only difference is Salt would have like used like one of their beard like scissors to cut his hair slightly. <laughs> Amazing. So he just comes back with like slightly like shorter, like kind of choppy hair. It's like a mullet now. Amazing. Amazing. And the only difference from Oxo is he just started like chanting a bunch of magical words to see to turn it on, and then after that didn't work, he finally found it. Nice burst in the Eldritch curse on the water. Nice. The children start growing eyes every time the water doesn't come out, it's just squirrels. And suddenly, squirrels. Suddenly, squirrels. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you for that. I almost summoned the squirrel back in the bathroom, but I think it's okay. You almost did what? (laughs) Yeah, please leave. That'd be good. I thought you should give yourself. Um if you could leave. (laughs) Leave and when you see Maren What about the money Maren said she owes you? Hey. <laughs> uh, tell her Dad's not going to be happy. Okay. We'll be more than happy to tell her that. And if you it's feel like so if you feel like hitting her as well, and uh, hey, hey, I'm against violence, unnecessary. So you think we should hit Marmon more? Yes, yes, So when you see Marm, you say Dad's not happy with you, and then punch her. No, don't like punch her. Just like hit her on the shoulder. Or a slap backhand. Slap on the Like a. That's not a good idea. <laughs> like like a like a hard punch to the shoulder. Hard punch. Yeah, I don't punch encourage him. He doesn't. He sort of demonstrates a bit for you. As a bear, I'm I'm one blow. Just give her a good, give her a good hit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's, uh, Thank you, Eric. This is bit out of nowhere. Very completely. I didn't know the rest wanted to use them. I'm sorry. No, I, it's not your fault. I blame this entirely on my So We'll keep us safe so you can blame her later. Right. Ta da! <laughs> Have a good evening. Enjoy your celebration. So, should we um, swing by the shop now? Yes, probably. Um, and then get changed up. Um, yeah, you're um, welcome. Get changed there and walk up. <laughs> yes. Not that I had a choice, but yeah. <laughs> he opens the door. Right, leave, please. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice family. <laughs> I think what I say myself, we're going to go get our clothes. And we'll right. say, meet you back at No Shields, and then we can skedaddle up to. We'll meet you there. Fair enough. Yeah. 
excited to see what you're wearing, guys. Let me do that just. Oh, oh yeah, Vox did put on his like red bread. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Oh, thank you. Stunning. Really nice. Mm. Oh, it really right. brings out your your eyes in your yeah. My my eyes are coming out. No, no, no. It uh it accept it it complements your features. Okay. That will make as much sense for you. I will see you back at the show. Yep. See you. Alright, as you guys. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, back, back to the shields. <laughs> yes, yeah, that way, that way. After, after, after some corrections from Finn <laughs> along the way, you'll make your way and, and get back to, to no shields. Um, the uh, parsley and uh, and salt, you find your way to the Bolt Weave Boutique and um, as you sort of Arrive. Uh, that you can see the the, <laughs> the window. The lights are on on, on the inside, um, and there's a uh, the, there's like there's a closed for business sign. Um, but they see you. Um, they sort of you can see them like working on the inside. Them, not the lights are off. Um, and it, seeing you uh, at the at the window, um, the uh, the dwarven. Uh, assistant uh, comes over and, and unlocks the door and, and opens it. Welcome, welcome. Come in from the cold. Thank you. And he closes it behind you and you see the dwarf you had dealt with before, Thrain, uh, walk up and uh, sort of, you can you can tell he's a bit like uh, wide-eyed, been working hard and um, he's got like some uh, bandages on his on his fingers, and he's like, "Ah, oh, welcome. How was uh, the rest of your day?" Quite morbid. Yeah. Oh. Oh, never mind. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it's one of those really morbid days. I <laughs> guess so. Hope you're okay. No, I hope you're okay. You're all right. I just uh, working hard. He just he's got like two two or three bandages. Um, some of the I got a bit adventurous with the stitching anyway come <laughs> and he sort of takes you to the back um, of the store where it's sort of divided into sections that are more for changing room there's sort of like um, these dividers that sort of fold out um, and yeah and on around like each each side of two separate dividers that are sort of like um, yeah cordoned off from the rest you can change in private um there's uh, like a full length mirror and a uh, a sort of mannequin set up with the outfit that you have ordered um so parsley your sort of dark gray doublet with um dark green sort of very fine sleeves um and dark green sort of collar poking out underneath um you have sort of silver clasps all the way down um the ma matching pants quite smartly fitted but slightly loose 
and uh, as you sort of go and feel the material, they've got like a stretch and a give for them as well, which is uh, food, food belly, um, safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and yeah, good for mobility. Um, you have a similar style, um, sort of three quarter long, dark grey cloak, sort of comes like down to your sort of your knees ish, uh, or just above, um, with a very like dark green inner lining of the cloak, so grey on the outside, green on the inside. Um, and it's sort of that half cloak that you can swish back over your shoulder, um, but also come around and, and cover um, like one of your arms. All of this is sort of trimmed with this silver uh, thread. So like around the collar, the sort of inside seams where the, where the doublet uh, meets, around the cuffs and uh, the yeah sleeves of, of the doublet as well. Um, along some areas of the pockets of the pants and the edge of the cloak as well. This sort of silver threaded trim. Um, you also have a dark green, um, like sort of gem encrusted cufflinks um, on the doublet that are uh, shaped like falling leaves um, with this uh, great green shape. And there's also a, a sort of brooch as well that is um, sort of green shoot leaves and a sort of pale white flower um, that is like detached one. Yeah. Detached. It's a brooch so you can sort of wear it or not wear it. Thank you. For yeah. the You're welcome. Um, salt, your outfit, the dark uh, grey sort of fur trimmed but mahogany wide cloak, um, yeah. matching sort of <laughs> earthly toned trousers um, that are very loose, comfortable, um, though smart. Um, a loose, sort of very loose fitting white flowing shirt um, that hangs like quite perfectly on your form. They've got like all of this stuff is uh, when you put it on, it's like fitted, it's good. Um, you have like this earthy colored waistcoat um, that sort of hangs open and loose with like golden buttons uh, going down the sides there. Um, you have a very sort of similar trim to parsley, but golden thread. Um, so you have golden trim along the, the waistcoat, especially around like the pockets of the waistcoat and the sort of turned out inside collar. Um, you have it on the uh, cloak as well. Um, the cloak has gem encrusted um, around the uh, sort of the neck of the cloak and the shoulders. And as it gets to like the shoulders, it starts to become less encrusted and it just sort of scattered throughout. The, uh, the gems are uh, a sort of dark green, sort of deep green color, very close to your skin color around the neck, and then they fade out to more clearer as they descend. So um, as they, you know, the, the ones sort of near the bottom are more just see-through and just reflect the color of the cloak itself. Um, and yeah, and you guys try on your outfits and, um, uh, Thrain and, and, his, and his apprentice sort of come over as you guys uh, have, have tried them on and sort of adjust some small bits and make some small uh, last minute fitting adjustments so that everything fits perfectly. And um, he goes, what do you think? It's beautiful, thank you. You are very welcome. It's, uh, it took a I won't mind telling you, it took a lot of effort to get it together this quickly, but uh, I 
thoroughly enjoyed it. Your, your, both of your fashion senses are unique. He's kind of just staring at himself in the mirror. Um, like he's never, he's just never seen himself look this like normal, mm. put together, and I feel like he feels like just quite, like quite a nice. Mm. Um, look like he's not covered in grime or blood mm. or bandages and shit and he's kind of just I'd say it's like a bit emotional about it as well and he just kind of like rubs his eyes like hey you got something wrong it's perfect oh uh, it's amazing oh thanks uh, here um, for the the trouble of doing uh, so quickly and so well I just gave it 10 gold You've already paid. I know I have, you, thank you. Thank you. He grabs it and lifting it off. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. It, it's honestly a pleasure. It was huh, great, wasn't it? And you see his assistant just like nodding, <laughs> like earnestly. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the celebration. Um, we, we, we will. We will. Um, we'll put in a good word. Well, <laughs> thank you. Well, have a nice evening. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome back anytime. And if you need any adjustments or whatever, just uh, let me know. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Enjoy your evening. And he sort of hustles over to the door and unlocks it and gestures you out. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You look lovely. You it's have you ever worn stuff like this no. before? No. no. Have you? No, it's it was weird looking at myself in the mirror, it was kind of what I dreamed I'd look like at some point. Not to be vain or anything. No, no, I just feel like I actually look a little bit like an elf now, I was to say, I like an elf. Looking like, like a dirty country <coughs> oh, I think I look a bit less homeless now. You look really good. Thank you. Mate. Mate. I just stand there in this little quiet street. We should probably go back. Um, we should, yeah. Um, yeah. You can see as you're at this point um, in, in, in the gilded quarter as well, um, looking up towards like the road that leads up towards the citadel, you can see there's some like one or two um, people that are starting to come past quite finely dressed. Uh, you, know, you can see like elements of jewelry and, and sort of heavy cloaks um, as they sort of look at you and nod and smile and, and, and sort of head off. And you get the idea that people are starting to. Um, head towards the celebration. So like walk through like a like a really forty and doesn't know how the heck. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of get someone who like smiles at you and politely yeah. nods and then they just sort of <laughs> frown slightly and, 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 and then you sort of whisper to kinda like walking he's still holding his sword like in its wraps. Mm. So it's like with like juxtaposition of him and like sort of using like his sword as a walking symbol. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, are you alright? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
from last night. I know, it seemed like... Am I not happy? What do you mean, am I not happy? Normal? No, no, you're, you're acting normal now. I okay, so why are you asking? I don't know why you ran away, but I, I know what it's like to, to be scared of stuff, especially stuff to do with yourself, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. You know I see a ghost, right? You've seen me look at one. You talk to things about there and then... I guess I was lost to you when I asked you. How long have you talked to dead people? Um, is it just the one? No. I'm telling you this because I feel that you, I feel like you might be uncomfortable about certain parts of yourself. And I remember there was a point when I couldn't cope with being around people or being in villages and towns because I was a freak. So. If you ever want to talk about it, I'm here for now. Have you ever felt your eyes pop out of their sockets? You're talking literally? Yes. Not personally, no. Have you ever looked back at yourself from the they had in the meter in front of you and seeing that you're not you you're a fucking monster you're not a monster no, no I am do you want to know what was running through my head in the caves why? Oh. I wanted to kill everything Everything, not just the creatures, those monsters, no, I... Did you want to hurt us? Oh, yes. Oh, I can't blame you, you were quite annoying at points. It sounds awful. For asking me to ask again, walk. Walk as well. Repeat that tiny little distance. Not in a not in a scared way, in a respectful way. Mm. Nice. Yeah. As you guys head back in the evening, um, and eventually make your way back to to No Shields, the sort of sky is well and truly covered now, and darkness is. is into the town of Padscombe and the pathways are lit up by sort of 
warm glows from inside different buildings and um, some of the odd torches that are set on, on the side to, to light the, the main roads, especially. And uh, as you sort of make your way back to no shields and enter into the tavern itself, you find Merm, Agamar and, and Saren and uh, sort of having some uh, some small drinks as the rest of you guys are also um, there gathering around, probably trying to stop them from drinking too much uh, before the party and everyone sort of trying to get in our fun. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sort of getting ready. Um, probably most of you are already in your. Well, I should probably start getting changed for the event. Oh yeah, same. Mary, uh, I have a message for you. A message for me? Today's your day, isn't it? With all the messages. Uh, and he walks up to you <laughs> and punches you in the shoulder. Your father is not happy. <laughs> Sarah laughs. Tears start to make no. She's like, oh, shit. Why isn't he happy? I do not know. That was the message. Oh, no. What'd you do, Mer? Oh, you never know. It was him. Stop the, last <laughs> the last of the sparky drink. Nice. Right, I should get changed. And Saren heads up. I head to the back room. <laughs> nice. You hear the very distinct sound of a pail of water hitting the ground as another big body goes into the trough. <laughs> what, with the headshot? No, I put the hell on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know <laughs> out the water? There's not enough space for me and the head in there. <laughs> is it the same water that the head was in? Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Do I look like I'm made of water that I can just make water appear anytime <laughs> I want? Like, nah, man. Oh. I gotta pay for that shit. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I put five bars of soap in the bucket. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. As you all get changed and, and get ready, um, uh, Parsi and, and, and sort of gathering in the in the front of No Shields. It's quite a quiet evening. Parsi and Salt enter shortly afterwards, looking very refined uh, in their in their exceedingly elegant and higher, I guess, quality outfits. <laughs> wow, you guys look amazing! Why, thank you so much. I mean, sorry, I, I think if if salt turns a little bit, you can see... <laughs> Ooh! Detail! Yeah. Salt, give him a spin. No. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Do the back of salt. your head? What? There's so much that we get back of his head. <laughs> what do you mean? I think there's bits of your hair that are missing. Hmm, yeah. Bollock. <laughs> Stress getting to him. Yes, that's it. I didn't use your shoes. Uh, you it? used my shears. I used a pair of shears. Um, you shoes. But you keep yours. You keep yours on you, don't you? Yes. So don't don't see my shoes. Oh, no, I never, never, shoes. never, never. You cleaned up after yourself, didn't you? Yeah. But then you had so much hair in the bath. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who was it? <laughs> Some other really long hair. <laughs> Good song. Squirrels. Are we drinking beforehand? Yes. Just a little bit. A little, a little, a little. Yes, I don't know if I can face this thing in there. Do you guys sell wine? I am in the bath, buddy. I don't know why you're looking over do at me. Do you guys sell wine? <laughs> we do sell wine. Would you like some? I feel really refined. I think I might have a... Could I have a 175 of a Sauvignon Saint-Bourne, please? Of course. <laughs> he turns around and uh, like reaches right at the back, dusts off. Um, on Agamar's tab, I believe. Yeah. And he it's... sort of pours it and <laughs> hands it to you. Is this a respectful drink? Oh, very respectful, sir. Oh, could I have one as well? Of course. Also, it tastes like piss. <laughs> it most certainly does not taste like piss. Why, why would they make a drink then? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The man says it's literally shouting back something. Okay. Um, he tries it. Does it taste like no. this? <laughs> no, it's like a very, uh, a very mellow uh, red wine. It's, it's quite. I can't really describe it, but It tastes great. Yeah. This tastes, tastes nothing like, like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very different from this. How would you know, Forest Boy? Because I've tasted it. What does it smell like? Trees. Your own, or? In the jungle, you're bound to taste it. You Did know? you boil it before? Yes. Yeah. Fuck so. Have you not heard of all those bards that, like, do survival tips? <laughs> no, not me personally, but, like, if needs must, you just boil your... If I was in trouble, yeah. Well, I think anything tastes better than this, then. (laughs) (laughs) Not particularly. Is it Yuri about? Yuri. 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 Yuri is, yeah, he's sort of at the part where he, there's sort of, I guess the, there's a section of the of no shields that's slightly raised that he's used as a, as a stage um, that used to be ever like a small couple of tables there and he's sort of packing away his um, his instruments and uh, like slinging them over his shoulder and sort of moving some of the tables back at this point well this like conversation that we've mm. done, can I just take two glasses of that red wine and I walk over to him yeah okay. the next light one oh Uri, right? Thanks. Hey. Cheers. You. Cheers. What was your name? Sorry. Pleasure. Um, you look. Whoa. I feel well. Big change. I think it's a bit much. But anyway. Um, ah, depends who you are. And where you're going. That is true. And where I'm going it is very needed. Um, that song you played the other night, towards the end. I've never heard that before. Well, no? Well, I uh, It's a bit out there. 
Where did you learn? Oh. He sort of pulls up a chair and sits down. Uh, a long time ago. It was taught to me by um, my mentor. What was her name? Um, well, it was my first mentor, so um, that was uh, Simone. Um, he was a he was a halfling too. Um, he uh, he was a I was <laughs> in my time when I was traveling around a lot. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Aaron. Um, you've been? Yes. It's a great place. Mm. And, um, but yeah, very, you know, rural. <laughs> so you don't get much experience or, you know, good stories from great adventures and such. And uh, mm. yeah, my first mentor, Simone, he heard it off some, some adventure. Or, no, it wasn't even, I think it was a storyteller or something. And he, a what story? A storyteller. Storyteller. And uh, he sort of composed it into a song. It's uh, it's a lovely one. Um, yes, uh, very interesting. You don't hear the Crescent Knight, was it? Aye, Crescent Knight. The, the, the song is called um, Moonbright Hero. <laughs> he, he named it. Mm. Um, and is, is uh, Simone, do you see him? Um, oh, no. Someone passed away a little while ago. Oh, It's alright. It was a long time. But, ooh, God, five years ago now. It's a while. I, I, I just, I really appreciate the storytelling of the song. Is there any meaning behind it, or is it just one of those myth stories? I don't really know. Um, I think it's just one of those. I, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Like, you know, did did the halfling really fall in love with the uh, with the pirate princess? Oh, you know? uh, who who knows? Yes. Um, but um, it's a great story for sure. But I, I've had I've played it once. Um, oh God, where was I? I think it was. Um, I think it was in. I think it was in McCute. Yeah, I was in, uh, do you know McCube place? Yeah, roughly, roughly. So I was there and uh, someone told me that I got, that the story was wrong. Afterwards they came up to me after I said it was wrong. But um, yeah, I don't know. I asked them how they would know. And they said that they were some scholar or something. Oh, what, what is wrong with the story? Um, <laughs> most of it, apparently. Uh, yes? Yeah, but um, well, he, he said that there wasn't just one. That was that was more than than one hero, but I said that that wouldn't make a very good story. Um, and he said that the um, he said that I didn't get it quite right about the the battle, and uh, I didn't get it quite right about the uh, champion of, of darkness. Um, but um, I got kind of bored of the conversation, so didn't really. Sorry, did you want to know more? Yes. Uh, Make a persuasion check. Can I make an intimidation? You can. What? Yeah. By all means, harass me. Wait. Natural 17 plus 5. 20. 
Um, in my campaign, you get 20 tips better than natural 20. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, as you sort of say yes and uh, your eyes just bore into his, he just sort of goes from a this is just a casual conversation to um, but if, if you really want to know he, he said that the hero wasn't quite as heroic as my son made out he implied that the Moonbright hero was actually the, the bad guy what was his name? The scholar. Um, I don't remember. I think you can think of it harder. Make another intimidation check. It's time with advantage. name but I can give you a description mm-hmm. he was uh, he was an elf uh, I think high elf sort of blonde hair uh, shaved at the sides and sort of tied up in a, in a ponytail um, uh, oh he wore um, he wore a very distinctive bracelet um, had um, golden and um, and different. Sorry, different. You're scary. Different um, phases of the moon on it. Sort of, you know, from the the very thin one looks like a banana and into the full. And thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Okay. Pleasure. And you just. The rest of his line. I think unknowingly, I saw Tandy like on his sword. Hello. Are you alright? What do you mean? I don't know. Why are you doing today? I don't know. He's getting looked at. He's not really. Uh, I really like the uh, the hackling and the pirate. Right inside. Just just yes, because he's, he's um, and any any of you in the tavern at this period can also roll me a, a perception. I mean, you know, it's, it's not sits with every day. I'm too engrossed in my scrum. Oh, no. Dirty 20. Ooh. Dirty 20. 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 Has now sort of like walked past and uh, like began climbing like the rope, and you see him sort of look over his shoulder a couple of times, and there's sort of a, a small look of like apprehension on his face. It was just a fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. You can roll me a um, deception, or actually no, because you obviously yeah, yeah. deception. I'm actually not being intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> Deception. Um, 
Um, yeah, Barca, you feel like he's he's not telling you the whole truth. It's a bit funny, the whole, like, I don't know, it's just something about two people that aren't meant to be together, a pirate happening. Mm. Why? What? Why are they not meant to be together? Have you ever seen happening in a pirate together? I, have, I haven't. Why is everyone... What? Are you okay? Yes. Why do you keep asking me? Exactly. Because Uri doesn't look quite okay. Well, do you do you feel comfortable when someone comes up and praises you for the things you've done? I saw you. I mean, that's the mind. Like, what did the yeah, well, that's when people come up to me. You went up to him. Yes, and I was I was showing him my admiration for a job well done last night. He got uncomfortable, and I may, I may admit I was a bit overzealous with it, but... That's understandable. Exactly. Are you okay? I'm sorry, I, I mean, go ask him. No, no, it's fine. I would give him some space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Some people don't know the line when praise turns into pride. It's alright. It may just be insecure. Yeah, thank you. I'm not apologize. Uh, should we get going or where's something wrong? I want to see his outfit. Well, you hear through the door in the back room and just. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big long scrubbing sponge going on his back. <laughs> No, but after a while, <coughs> you'll, like, see the door, like, fling open as he just casually walks out, like, still dripping in water with just, like, essentially his trousers wrapped around his waist, so you guys don't see anything, as he just, like, goes down uh, into the cellar and just, I'll be just a second, just need to get it on now. And, uh, just, like, a minute or two later, he comes back out in a set of robes uh, that are like beige and cream colored with orange trimmings tied to a hip with just like a very long strip of leather and there's also like a leather reinforcement on his chest area with like a symbol of a dragon on it and like this is what it would look like Ooh. you look like a dragon <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can tell from like a glance that this is probably an outfit that he actually looks after, unlike his armor and everything else. It, it seems like uh, there's no like fraying like his cloak has or anything like that, and it's kept as clean as like humanly possible in a cellar with lots of booze. <laughs> Looking very swish, everyone. Oh, well, um, these are just my vestments from my time in the priesthood. So the nicest thing I have. Did you just say time in the priesthood? Yes, I have mentioned that I am somewhat of a warrior pilgrim. I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was a priesthood. I didn't know. It's just the closest approximation in common. That's very, very nice. Very yeah. Okay. Right. Um, what's, what time, what time? Sharon, are you done up there? Nearly. Well, come on, we've got to get going. All right, all right. 
Sting my hair. And then he like reaches behind uh, the bar and then just pulls out his long sword again and just starts tying it around his waist. Well, um, yes, I don't know if we're meant to be showing up there by foot or someone's meant to pick us up. Um, Digby! Yes, sir. Uh, there's some graffiti out on the wall outside. If you could clean that and make sure nothing happens to the place while I'm gone. Of course, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, Uri, good night. And, like, do I see that he's in a... Uh, So Uri, at this point, he's gone up. Yeah, yeah. And then, is Brick downstairs? Um, You haven't seen Brick. yeah, so there wasn't, uh, I think as you as you guys come in, he sort of left at some point when you were talking with Sarah and his, gotcha. all the cooking and eating and stuff. Well, and, uh, yeah, I'll wait outside if that's all fine with you. As you say that, um, coming down the rope, uh, sort of a bit more clumsily, uh, this time is restricted by her dress, Saren, sort of descends, um, and, like, stumbles a bit, and she's like, fucking heels are a good idea. And then she, uh, <laughs> it's like, eventually gets her balance a bit, and is like, ah, okay, maybe this will be fine. Uh, <laughs> and she's, like, carrying, like, flat-footed shoes, just in case. Um, and she's wearing, like, uh, she looks very, uh, beautiful put together um she's sort of done her hair like to come all the way around on one side the same side as her um her eye patch is and she's got this kind of uh quite quaint kind of gimmicky uh dress in a way it's sort of like a, a dark it's like a, a complete black sort of silken dress with um uh a parting down one side of uh, right, revealing a leg, and there's like a trim of feathers um, around it, and it seems to be like some sort of like um, like owl feather or something, it, uh, which makes it seem like a bit out of place and strange. Uh, like definitely something she's picked up in a secondhand shop, but she kind of really pulls it off, and the like the dark, uh, like the black dress, um, really goes well with like the the dark uh, purple skin and. Um, she's like brushed up and, and everything and, and uh, is wearing like a, a, a one earring on one side that's like also a, a sort of tuft of like some black feathers and some white feathers as well. You look lovely, sir. Thank you, Farsley. Ah, there she is. Well, come on. And he like puts out his arm for her to... And she... Yeah. And we're all settled then. And she takes like two steps. It's like... Fuck these heels, kicks them <laughs> off and like puts down the black shoes and steps in. He's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> We're all good. Yeah. Let's get going then. Alrighty. As you guys uh, head off um, towards <clears throat> the Citadel, as you sort of come out of No Shields and, and start making your way up Raven Road towards the center and heading towards the Gilded Quarter where you know the Botstone Citadel is. Um, the uh, it begins to a, a sort of light snow begins to fall as sort of a lot of the thick clouds that have been coming over um, have finally started to let go of their load and um, 
this sort of very light snow sort of descends in front of you and uh, like lands on the path in front of you, uh, lands into your hair and, and, and in your horns, etc. As you um, make your way up um, and you get towards the Gilded Quarter, you, you start to see um, more and more sort of dwarves that seem to be heading in the same direction as you. Um, as they stream closer towards the sister itself. Um, there's sort of very, there's varying degrees of, of dwarven finery that you see. Um, most people sort of like covered up in, in, in large cloaks, um, but some in elegant robes. There's some others in um, like dwarven sort of almost warriors in, in sort of ceremonial armor pieces. Um, but nothing like two comps and like um, plate mail, a lot more like these, just uh, very sort of finely polished, um, you know, lots of silvers and some golds and, and things like this. Um, but you see lots of colors of gold, silver, um, lots of pre sort of precious gems um, on display uh, as you sort of join the sort of trickle heading towards um, and they sort of glimmer and glint in some of the warm lights and, and, and um, yeah, torches that are along uh, this this path. You get this real sense of this is Patscombe's sort of wealth and pride being displayed as you come along here. As you venture up towards um, the the base of uh, the sort of the throng mountain range, and um, those of you who have um, who have been in uh, Patscombe for a while. Um, would recognize this uh, sort of central uh, mountain here as uh, sort of the tallest one uh, where the, the peak itself sort of reaches all the way up into the clouds and is obscured um, and this is Mount Thunder Peak as those of you who have been here for a while would know and the citadel itself is sort of embedded into this uh, mountain uh, in the Thong Mountain range. Um, this, the Boltstone Citadel stands quite um, imposing and like this strong sort of presence of, uh, I guess, prosperity and power. Um, it's made of smooth, beautifully carved stone and um, half of the Citadel itself sort of entering into the mountain base and sort of being engulfed there by the mountain itself. Um, so only sort of the visible sections are on the outside there that are roughly you know uh, 40 foot wide um, sister building and, and probably over a hundred feet tall um, this this large large structure um, there's sort of smooth smooth stone walls and two sort of hexagon uh, like turret type structures on the sides placed quite high either side of like the main entrance and high up um, you can see sort of some stone crafted <coughs> balconies um, that can that are like dotted either side of the citadel's like chambers and um, one sort of grand central balcony quite high up um, towards the top and, and very centrally placed. Um, there is so then straight in front of you as you guys venture along this this main path um, as some smooth stone steps that sort of lead up to this stone bridgeway that ventures out um, towards the main entrance of the citadel. Um, there's sort of carved dwarven figures on either side, the entrance to this bridgeway, 
um, and each each of these royal figures are holding uh, like a banner, a sort of stone um, pole with the banner flowing in the wind of the uh, familiar now Boltstone crest, um, sort of emblazoned on this sort of royal blue, um, as the as the snow sort of falls against it. Um, at the end of the bridge here, the bridge sort of has braziers along the way lit up for this occasion and sort of as the crowd sort of moves through muttering sort of excitedly and like pointing at parts of the citadel and you get the sense that it's not, you know, too often that um, people are like, get to go to an event like this um, and um, as you sort of come towards the end of the, the bridge, um, there's a, a grand archway of sort of solid stone um, of these solid stone doors that uh, are at least sort of 20 feet high, probably 10 feet wide or so, very similar to the main doors of the um, entrance to Padscombe's walls itself, um, with boltstone guards sort of standing at the doors, checking you know, invitations as, as people come past. Um, Agamar, um, you you sort of recognise one of those dwarves um, as, as the one who... Uh, you gave the the ale to seems to be on, on guard duty and sort of checking the um, the invitation of the group in front of you all and sort of waves them through and, and looks up and Agamar, right? No one and only. Welcome, welcome. Oh, this must be the rest of you. Come in, come in. No invitation required. We know who you are. And he sort of waves you inside. He's like, there'll be people in there to take your cloaks and help yourself to food and drink and I'll make sure we don't get any rabble in. And he sort of turns around to the, to the rest of them. And uh, yeah, and as you guys sort of venture inside the main building itself, first thing that sort of hits you is this like wave of warmth as you enter the cistel. Um, and you immediately sort of feel, you know, any cloaks you may have on are probably no longer going to be needed. And as... Uh, Agamar, as your sort of feet hit the floor, you feel the heated, um, like stone floor of this. Like lift up a foot and just go. This feels amazing. What is it? The floors are heated. You're joking. Don't come on, touch the ground. She takes (laughs) off one of her shoes. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, maybe we should think about something like that for the end. I wonder how much that would cost. Oh, maybe I could go find a salamander, put it downstairs, and it heat up the floor <laughs> from underneath. You could try. Mm. Um, and as soon as you guys enter, there are sort of dwarves um, in, in sort of almost navy uh, robes, um, sort of beards very neatly plaited, um, with boltstone crests that are visible on their sleeves, like some with sort of like copper, some with silver, some with gold. You get the sort of sense of some sort of hierarchy in the um, service here. And they're sort of approaching guests as they come in, collecting cloaks. And some of them have trays filled with sort of um, silver chalices and some with tankards as well. Um, but as you look into this hall itself, uh, the first thing that really hits you is, is just the size, the grand sort of entrance hall the ceiling sort of reaches up high 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 above your heads um with sort of blue boltstone banners sort of hanging um high in from some of the pillars on the side of the of the chamber itself these these sort of edged dwarven pillars are sort of um not cylindrical but more um 
I guess, more square, but um, with different edges and corners um, of this dwarven style crafting, sort of lining this whole chamber. Um, you can see sort of a few grand archways leading off to different chambers from the side of the citadel with other sort of smaller um, doors, sort of dwarven sized, um, sort of scattered throughout as well. Um, you see like a large, beautifully carved stone central staircase right at the end of this hall, like directly where you guys are facing. Um, and it's sort of, as it goes up, um, you can see it sort of splits off onto a, uh, a well, not a balcony, but a uh, plateau at the top there. Um, this whole space is lit by this like warm, uh, orange light from a huge hanging crystal. This crystal stretches out the length of the hall and seems to be the the crystal that you had encountered before, Akronite. Um, but this seems to be like a huge hunk in almost like a natural form. It's had its, you know, imperfections and bits of rock chipped away, but it seems to be this huge, long sort of 50, 60, hundred foot long hunk of aconite that is just spreading out this warm glow hung by these thick metal chains from the ceiling here in the in the boltstone system on the sides of where the pillars are along the walls you've got these sort of small pedestals sort of displaying the, the wealth of, of padscone like um huge chunks of amethyst geode um, clusters of ruby, sapphire, emerald, even clumps of like unrefined ore you can see in places that are just like impressively large and um, <laughs> and uh, like in unique sort of formations. There's sort of one that's like a perfectly circular orb of rock, um, almost been like completely uh, yeah sanded down, but you can see the veins of like silver and gold mixed within. Um, and as you sort of move through, you can see some of these guests are mingling, sort of greeting one another, um, and sort of all slowly sort of moving towards the stairs, pointing at like different carvings on the walls, different parts like the, uh, and a lot of them pointing at the Aphronite sort of um, glowing huge chandelier of sorts uh, on the ceiling here as you're in this hall. And you guys can see like, uh, probably similar to a lot of you, Saren's just like mouth just falls open as she's look, like looking up and whoa. I have to try my absolute hardest to stop gawking at the upper night in the middle yeah. of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Uh, she gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just like rubs it against the side <laughs> of his room. <laughs> well then, Saren. Don't ever say I don't take you anywhere nice. Nope, I would never say that ever again. Just try not to take anything. Hmm? <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. I didn't listen. Wow. Well, um, I don't know really how these things work. I assume we're just free to uh, part ways here. I mean, we could, or we could stay as a unit so that we're more recognisable and safety in numbers. You already see Agmar walking off to one of the gems. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll do that. 
You can go to Saren if you want. Hmm? Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she heads off. So uh, I would like, like quite like to explore. This seems like a nice place. Um, Me too. Let's go. Let's go. I'm walking in a random direction, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's in shiny things. Yeah. Sure. Go have a look at some of the shiny things. People seem to be sort of pointedly, or not necessarily pointedly ignoring you, but every, everyone seems to be sort of, a lot of these guests seem to sort of be somewhat infatuated with themselves and like pointing at like the parts of the walls and stuff and like, you know, je- like these sort of glamorous gestures and a lot of them are like greeting each other and you see like a group, yeah, sort of greet each other and then laugh and then move away and then you see them like... So what like, you're like, telling me is no one's looking at the gems. No one's really... Well, I think lots of people are pointing at different parts of the hall. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> of those that are interacting, that's I, I can't see any, anyone, but it, 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 it looks like... I think a lot of these people are cuts. Okay. Um, do you want to get a drink? And one of these, one of these dwarves sort of comes up to you with a um, uh, a large tray. Let's go. Of... I'll be thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you're not meant to. Oh, oh, I, I did. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're gonna have. That's <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you get one of them. You're gonna drink all of those. Yes. Good man. Thank you. Uh, when you're all ready, you can make your way up the, the, all the food and there's more drink upstairs, more variety. Yes. There's food! Okay. Very much. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. You, you too. I mean... I... Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Do you want to check out upstairs? No. I'll go fetch check it now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, I think he's going to steal something. Yeah. Yeah. You can look out for Siren as well. She did. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we should be... I, I don't think we should be. Ste- I don't think we should be stealing. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's gonna be looking at us. Amazing. Are there any cool magical things? Mm, yeah. Any like anything? <laughs> like literally. <laughs> anything out of the ordinary, like that we would find, like. You guys can both follow me perception check. Oh. The cool. teleporting stairs from Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two, so I hope you go on. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten? Um, from the looks of things, like, a lot of things in this hall seem to be pretty, like, extraordinary, but not in, like, the magical sense, I guess. Like, the, I guess you could say that the glowing crystal above you does, like, this huge glowing acronite chandelier does sort of exude a, a magical woe. But um, a lot of the other stuff is sort of this, like... 
beautiful gemstones um, and, and you wouldn't, I guess you wouldn't know if any of them are magical or not. Um, as you sort of go up to some of them on their plinths, you know, there's sort of like descriptions of um, that, like the gemstone itself, the gemstone itself, when it was found and, uh, and sort of like the, the weight of it and to sort of impress some of these um, visitors and stuff. It seems to be like this sort of hall of pride. Um, I wonder if the ones he collected would have ended up up here. A little ones in the hats. Sure. Mm. I wonder if they charge back up. Maybe. Is there anything around us that uh, Vauxhall has never seen before? <laughs> Tuxedos. <laughs> um, probably the the faint warmth coming from the floor you have never experienced before. Um, you have probably also never seen this much I guess well-dressed people before in one room. You've maybe seen like a one or two travellers like this, but this is very much a different experience. Like everyone is as you sort of look around in your little red sort of hooded cloak you can see a lot of people are wearing like beautiful gowns um, some wearing like uh, very expensive looking like ceremonial sort of armor and uh, holding like a helmet um, and, and under under one arm and, um, yeah there's a a lot of jewelry you know a lot of golden rings a lot of like emerald a lot of like ruby sort of flashing in this light it's like this huge trail of wealth it is nice that so many people have these respectful clothing now I know what they look like they must all be very respectful. Well, respectful clothing. Ben's just watching all the little rings go past. He's <laughs> like, Voxel. Yeah? You've done so much for me. Why yes. don't I teach you something? Sure. What is it? This is going to go great. Oh, no. We get to have like a pig and boy. If anything happens, I do not know you people. Because I'm going to go steal somewhere else. <laughs> How about I teach you a sleight of hand? Hmm. What, is, yeah. what is that? It's like again? a magic trick, but without magic. Oh, <laughs> so you can use so, magic. Not all of these people are respectful. Can I listen in on anyone who sounds like they literally shit on the people? They're assholes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 100%. You can roll me a perception check. Yay! 18. Cool. 18. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, kind of, as you guys are here, sort of, you sort of moved off from a bit of the, uh, like, main sort of uh, hall, like the centre of the main hall itself, and you're sort of off by some of the, um, sort of just behind some of the pillars, and you can hear there's sort of a group next to you, and, uh, yeah, you can 100% hear uh, a quite sort of haughty voice um, uh, saying, have you seen some people here haven't even got air golden rings you see silver is so last year it's all about gold now 
and say, she's right, but... <laughs> As I learned, I got like all of things. Silver does not work with ginger hair. Um, and she's like, I'm like, right, so she's got lots of money. Mm-hmm. Horrible person, probably. So mm. what horrible people need is less things, and that makes them less horrible. So... Okay. We're just gonna, like, watch me and... Like, maybe we'll practice this somewhere less, like, conspicuous. Can I just... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Can I just... (laughs) Um, okay. I'll walk out and I'll be like, you are so right. I overheard, and Silver is literally so last fashion, and I'm gonna, like... She's gonna she's like, she's, enter into the conversation. Uh-huh. But how, like with how far away are you from pristine. Roll me roll me a performance check. Are you like right next to us? I you're... assume you're behind the pillar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's just sort of come out from behind the pillar and entered this like group. Um ten. Ten? Your dad's yeah. gonna be so happy when this gets back to him. <laughs> I know I'm like, uh, sorry, who are you? Oh, sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm, um, I'm, um, Silverforge. I'm, I'm the daughter of, um, Ofka, Silverforge. Oh, are you? Yes, ah. yes. You're not close associates with the Yes, I have a couple of, Forge. ah, yes. yes, I have a couple of pieces of, uh, your, your father's work. Yes, they're quite beautiful, intricate, aren't they? Very, very, very well done. I must so, see. I know my stuff, and you are looking absolutely beautiful. Oh, wait, yeah, thank you. I actually you. see your rings. They are oh, stunning. Like, uh, sure, you can see them. <laughs> They're on my hand, aren't they? Oh, can and I she just... looks over at some of her friends. <laughs> I, I just love the intricate. Can I look a little bit closer? Uh, Romeo persuasion <laughs> 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 uh, I think you can see them just fine from over there. While I was talking to her, I was actually sneaking <laughs> <laughs> something else. Um, I mean, there's some dwarves next to them. Voxel creeps up behind you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you were going to show me that magic trick? <laughs> what are you doing over here? <laughs> so who's your friend? Oh, hello, I am Voxel. Oh, I, l- I like your little red cloak. Oh, and I have this bracelet. It's the death bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> How charming. Oh, he's a very distant cousin. Um, very. You're distant. related? Very, very, very distantly. And I, I like. We're not related. <laughs> That's just how. Oh, finally! Oh, how lovely to see you! <laughs> and she just sort of bounces from the conversation. And all the like other dwarves that are around, like, clearly talking to her, just like... <coughs> um, <coughs> oh, weren't you going to get a drink? I use your drink. And they just, they all sort of scatter from your location. Where's the nearest person with the, the little drinks tray? Um, <laughs> he's sort of across the hall, uh, near one of the other pillars. <laughs> No, um, they seem nice. They, they do seem to be I'll going to. I'll teach you. People. I'll teach you something. Another time. What? Sometimes you just have to know when to hold them and know when to 
throw them. We're throwing them? That's the magic trick? We're throwing people as magic. We're throwing people with magic. Almost. You almost have it. Okay. Let's go get a drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Agamemnon. Uh, Sharon. I cannot fit that under my dress. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. All this stuff in here is huge. We're... We're not bad people thinking about taking any of this. No, I'm sure everyone here is thinking about it. You see how many people are pointing at stuff. You're going to tell me, like, they're not the least considering that they would love that in their own home? They're cutlery. Mm-hmm. You can fit that, right? Maybe. I mean, just a single set of, you know, a fork and knife, just so we have something to go off of. Is a inspiration. Mm. Mm. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Speaking of, um, you did bring your tigers with you, didn't you? Uh-huh. Okay. She sort of, like, steps slightly so you can see like the leather straps around um like higher up on on her leg you'll just then like after seeing that just like look around and see if there's like anyone that might be looking at him that he might think is like the person who like drew the the symbol of the open eye on uh, on the side of the Mm. room give me a perception check okay my first roll of the night let's go Oh. Oh. <laughs> you oh, no, fuck! <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> you <laughs> fucked me up! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Get your hand out of here! <laughs> I demand a retrial! <laughs> um, sorry. Fuck, I wrote the exact same as you! <laughs> Um, you don't seem to. A lot of people don't really seem to be paying attention to you guys. Like, how, like um, compared to like the the average uh, like people here, how tall am I compared to all of them? Pretty, like They're, you yeah. are one hundred percent one of the tallest. Like it's, there thing. is sort of a sea of dwarves, and like every now and then you see sort of like a, a human, mm. uh, like a half orc, maybe a you know a half elf. Um, but it's sort of yeah, the height is. Like your group kind of stands out, and, and sort of even with that, like as people walk past, you seem to like people seem to be like taking a glance at you and like smiling and nodding. Um, as I think it seems like most people feel that if you've been allowed in, then you are someone of importance, and so they just smile and nod at you um, in case they offend anyone. And then, but but most people seem to be mingling here for a bit, and then all heading and making their way up the stairs. Be sure to keep an eye out for trouble. Who knows? If something happens tonight and we end up saving Lady Boldstone, there might be a little bit of this in it for us. That's true. Are you trying to predict what he made for the session? <laughs> no! <laughs> See, I'm just keeping an open mind, you know? You can never, you know? Keep your options open, yeah. we, we attract danger everywhere we go. I think Multiple I have exactly the opposite right. thought. I think she's gonna kill us. <laughs> well, be sure to also hear if there's anything regarding those things we discussed, and um, 
Yep. He just like, gets lost <laughs> looking at the gems again. Okay, I'm gonna leave you here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so nice. get some food. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like 180 spins I'll follow you for some food sort of make your way and she sort of gets like halfway in the fo- and, uh, through the hall and those of you that are there this sort of wafting smell of sort of cooked meats like cooked pastries um, like some sort of like hearty sort of vegetable type s- something also wafting and um you so get you're telling me there's a cartoonishly long arm of steam that's going yeah 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 it's sort of like wafting there's, you know there's, there's these smells are, are lifting off the coming <laughs> literally literally um yeah as uh as you guys oh sorry the uh four of you you were heading towards that amazing as you guys all sort of make your way up the, the stairs um, through some of this, this, the odd groups of people who are also making their way up, um, you um, you start to climb up these sort of impressively tall um, flight of stairs. Um, and as you sort of get higher up and reach sort of the, the plateau, um, there's sort of two large sort of, uh, well, I guess medium-sized burning braziers in the sort of corner of this plateau, and you see that the there's sort of a break in the stairs, and then the stairs sort of carry on in two like twin sets of stairs up, like doubling back on themselves and heading up um, further. And on this sort of plateau, some people have, have stayed and, and looked and, and sort of pointed and, and chatted and then started to make their way up. Um, you sort of see in front of you, um, there's a... a on this on this plateau where the uh, ground meets the braziers and the wall in front of you, there's a large carving um, of a dwarf on this wall. Um, uh, a crown on his head, a huge, magnificent beard, holding uh, what seems to be this depiction of a mountain range, um, and you guys recognise it as, as the Throng Mountain Range, um, and sort of. A small depiction of a town that you'd presume is Padscombe in his hands um, with sort of inlaying veins of gold and gems and wealth sort of like flowing beneath the mountain this sort of carved um, iconography of, of wealth the dwarven figures like eyes sort of looking upwards um, in sort of this like calm but like I guess determined look um, and yeah, seemingly sort of lifting up the town. Um, and those of you who speak Dwarvish, um, you would read on the runes above, um, it says Dwothin Boltstone. Um, Can I say, you're making it very hard not to steal. <laughs> um, and the two of you can make me a history check. Mm-hmm. 20. Yeah. Natural? Finally. It was a natural. You read that one. Natural, it was natural. Natural. 18. Yeah. Nice. Um, both of you would know um, Dorthin uh, Bolt was the original ruler of Padscum. He was King um, Dorthin Bolt um, 
since then um, that his descendant uh, Tharbus Boltstone, um, who was a king, King Tharbus Boltstone, he sort of dismantled the monarchy slightly and sort of reduced his title to Lord uh, Tharbus Boltstone. Um, and so this is, but Dwothin was very much the the one who sort of brought the dwarves together and started the huge spike of prosperity. He, you know, he was the one who uh, put up the the walls of Padscombe, made it a much more founded, you know, the defensible position of Padscombe, and um, was really, yeah, the founding father of this of this town. Amazing. The top of the stairs is everyone's like heading up, mm. or midway, like he sees a uh, Agamar like spin, then mm. head towards the stairs. He sort of meets up with him on the way up to the stairs, and he's sort of like, I was buying this glass of wine, and he says, I probably shouldn't drink this. Can you pretend I did it? Bottoms up! <laughs> I must say, I like coloured around to a celebration. Reminds me of my village's weddings. It's quite appropriate. I mean, thank you very much. It's, I admit, the only nice piece of clothing I have. It's good to bring out once in a while, though. Haven't put it on since leaving home. It's bloody magnificent. It's 99%. Tell you what, though. It's almost complete. Mm. This goes in front, you just sort of tucks in. The slow, the slow scale into the <laughs> into the armor. Says, there you go. Complete now, mate. Did it help? Damn it. Good to hear. But bloody hell, I've seen you staring at the things. Please don't make off with anything. I am not going to do such a we were evil and debaucherous thing. <laughs> Well, I'm to Am I using that word right, Saren? Debaucherous, or is that something else? I have no idea. Ah. But we're in that cave. I saw the same look in your eyes and gems. And both of us know fine well those gems were not for us to take. That is completely different! Those were back in the mine, and this is different. I need to make a good impression on the lady of the Citadel, don't I? By stealing her rocks. No! I'm going to do it by not doing that. Damn. Right. I'm sure she'll be very appreciative that you didn't steal her rocks. She better be! Don't think I'm not picking up on that language too. You included, not just him not stealing. I would never steal anything in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? You, as young as you are, telling me what to do. This night is going to be fun. <laughs> to be fair, he seems to have the most morality in the group. Meh. Morality's morality, I say. Aren't you religious? <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs. That's why I love you. <laughs> she... Food! Uh, and he just like, starts walking off, and then like, as he sees like one of the other raters just replaces the glass with another one. <laughs> Um, as we're like coming into the sort of 
fallen stuff. Mm. Can Parsley like look around to look for any other elves mm. of any sort? Yeah, you can run me a perception check. Oh, Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Give me a 23. 23. Um, you look around with a 23, um, sort of elven eyes scan the crowd, and it's quite easy to pick out those who are, you know, taller than the majority. Um, Above three feet. And then sort of sorting through those, um, there's a few, like, there's a few um, figures you see, some sort of, it's hard to tell, some wearing hats, um, hard to tell, but you're pretty sure the majority in here are half elf. Um, there is one who you who you are pretty confident is is a full elf um, and is sort of at the top of the of the stairs um, heading he was just sort of just turning uh, talking to a, a dwarf on the way up and then wave goodbye and, and sort of head off um, and uh, he was in quite a uh, nice sort of fitting quite I guess somewhat traditional elven gown with like large sleeves and such but it was um, a very very dark uh, grey like almost black um, in, in coloration and he sort of had long long brown hair um, sort of went down his back I like clock this mm. I'd probably be paying quite a bit of like He'll, he'll stick with the group for now, but I, uh, I think he's he's clocked that uh, he's on out in the building. Awesome. Left in the shelf. Um, and as you guys make your way up the up the stairs, um, Mum, as you're making your way up, you feel sort of Saren uh, walk walking next to you, um, and she goes, "God, you'd think they." You know, put something in to get us up all these stairs, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at everyone's jewelry. And she um, sort of leans in a bit closer. By the way, I recommend you try that later on in the night when everyone's had more to drink. Yes, that is a smart idea. I tried to show um, Voxel. Uh, oh. Part of the train, but it didn't go well. For for another time, perhaps. If you maybe didn't step out from behind a pillar and you know ask what I was doing, yeah, but, you yeah. know he's still young. He is young. He does seem to take things very literally mm. as well. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if maybe we just be very literal with Voxel and maybe that will be easier. You know, like, I'm gonna show you how to steal something and stay here no matter what. Mm. You know? You tell him that and then he would tell the lady he's trying to steal from. Yeah? Yeah. Ugh. Maybe you just don't tell him. Do you mind me stealing from you? That's how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh, he's the last cause. Uh... Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like next to him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't worry, I pat you on the <laughs> pat you on the arm. I am pretty sure that that was entirely your fault. Entirely You I wouldn't have talked to them first. I would have just 
And if you had told me what was happening, I could have helped with my, you know, actual magic. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh. Just let me die next time, Voxel. I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please, like, that was in jest. It, it was a joke. That's a joke. Okay. That's a, yeah. So I shouldn't let you die. Yeah. Okay. I, I will be forever indebted to you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing. <laughs> not going uh, this way. This is going to go so well. <laughs> As you guys reach the top of uh, the stairs here, um, and you enter into, uh, I guess, the, the Great Hall um, of the Vault Stone Sistel. And you enter sort of into a... Uh, I guess even grander halls, sort of similar size and style to the four, though slightly wider, um, with sort of blue boltstone banners hanging high, um, the dwarven pillars sort of heading along the, the length of the hall. Um, this time with sort of beautiful, uh, unique carving in each, carvings in each of the pillars, um, each seemingly with a, at some point in the, in the art carving artwork, a bolt of lightning sort of incorporated um, above head height, each glowing um, with with presumably aconite as well. Um, and although different to before, not a huge um, continuous uh, aconite chunk, but this um, very finely crafted multiple countless sort of aconite chandeliers that hang the length of this hall, um, sort of hang from the ground ceiling. Um, carved with sort of beautiful, elegant crystal designs, sort of stylized, uh, with like most crackling, glowing bolts of energy as well, um, sort of hanging from the from the ceiling there. At the hall's end, the sort of ceiling transfers from this smooth, like uh, finely carved uh, great hall ceiling into rough rock, and then sort of converges down into like a huge sort of swirling, almost stalactite, um, with visible rich veins of gold that sort of descend all the way down into uh, the tip where um, two stone thrones are set, sort of raised up on steps, um, exquisitely carved, sort of one slightly larger than the other, um, with like golden inlay into the into the carvings, very sort of dwarven style, um, uh, you know, sort of, I guess, square slash um, rectangular uh, carved thrones. Um, there's more dwarves sort of scattered throughout here in the similar navy robes, so a lot of these ones with um, sort of silver, gold, um, some with sort of like platinum um, engraved crests on their sleeves, um, all, all of their hair and beards are neatly plaited and sort of tucked um, away and these ones are sort of at different stations along the hall serving food and drink. Um, guests up here seem to be sort of congregating much more and, and mingling around um, and the sort of noise um, and chatter um, enters enters the hall um, as uh, yeah you guys this smell of all these decadent foods sort of hit your nostrils and you can see on these sort of long tables um, along the sides of the hall sort of after the pillars um, where everyone's sort of mingling in the centre and then sort of long, long, long tables of food and drink are sort of placed on the side and you can see um, filled to the brim, you know, there's two large spits with huge roast uh, 
like mountain boars roasting on spits there, vast like cauldrons of sort of um, veg, um, probably bits of mushroom uh, soup and stews. There's grilled meat on skewers that are sort of piled high, um, sort of being cooked fresh. Um, huge pies um, that have just had like, you know, bigger than bigger than most tables themselves. Like these long tables are huge and sort of uh, with slices being had been cut out with like dark gravy oozing out. Others with more like a reddy purple uh, in it. Um, large sort of oaken barrels positioned on table ends with golden sort of ale, um, some more with like, you know, slightly lighter colored cider seemingly coming out. There's rich mead, um, even there's even a few sort of smaller sort of whiskey barrels. And um, in, on some of the tables, there's also a crystal sort of clear liquid in sort of golden chalices as well. Um, and everyone is sort of tucking in with, you know, tables uh, and uh, with, sorry with uh, plates and um, grabbing tankards and grabbing uh, cutlery and such there's even a, a band in um, in one of the corners um, sort of playing um, slightly as um, yeah you guys enter into this great hall of the Boltstone uh, system. sound like this wasn't going to be a big celebration. This is what it's about. This is too much. Oh, and it can be so much bigger. I'm not going to keep an eye on you this whole evening. There's so much food. I'm glad I didn't eat. This is cool for us. Well, yeah. And everyone else, I guess, but... It is in our honor, after all. That's so true. What does that mean? All of this is them showing their appreciation for what we did. But the point is we're not going to have to make a fucking toast, are we? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that I would love to see. I would love to participate in. Oh, God. Oh, oh, we have to on. toast me. Fox, I'll do it. Just an only better. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite funny. Well, don't we all it's the kindest to thing to do. You'd love it. You a group toast. Oh, oh even better. Yeah, like individual toasts, like no, at least individual. five minutes long each. No. Keep, keep this going. I'm going to go get a plate. Sharon, do you want a plate? I'm well? coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As he just like turns back and just waves back at you guys. Don't forget to get the seat at the tables! <laughs> Just immediately beelines towards the meats. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Siren's doing the same. <laughs> Try and find the seat at the tables. Yeah? Just sort of like, mug of ale. Yeah. I, I think past these ones, we have to look to see if that elf has sat at any of, like, at mm-hmm. a specific table. So it seems to be, at the moment, uh, a lot of people are just standing. There's not many people who are sitting yet. The, the long tables seem to be sort of like filled with food and drink and different sort of sections, you know, dessert, etc. Um, and there's like a, a section where, like on the left-hand side where the, the 
Uh, so on the right there are tables sort of along the whole breadth and there's a section split on the left hand side where the band is and it seems to be lots of people are standing, eating is and it like mingling. Is insane charcuterie board? Yeah, kind but of. like insane? Like insane. Like insane. Like the, the section where the, the uh, roasted boar is, there's like, like a sort of... It's sliced salami, it's like full It's on. like a full boar on a spit and beneath it is like engraved in or like dug out in the stone table as like these coals that oh. are burning and, and the, the boar's like already been cooked so it's, you can tell somewhere else but these coals are keeping it warm and like there's servers like positioned by each station sort of carving off whatever you need and sort of helping you in getting your food while you eat and people are sort of standing with plates and forks and sort of eating and um, yeah. Yeah, all I see before him is just asterisks and obelix just any time they have a feast at the village. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah, it's 100% that. Yeah, but, so there isn't, like, there are some chairs, like, off to the sides, and there's some, like, smaller tables and such um, that are that don't have any of this extravagance on it that are, like, for, si- for sitting. Um, but it doesn't seem like many people are sitting at them right now at all. There's sort of, like, one really old dwarf sitting at one of them and, like, a young dwarf sort of bringing him a plate of food. Um, but like, so your elf, um, who you've been keeping an eye on, seems to be mingling uh, in this large group of, of, uh, of dwarves. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's a bit unbecoming of us to be invited and have this level of honor and then stand awkwardly in front of the banquet table. You're so you're so right, so and he's going and Buzz is just going to like meander away to sort of like more sort of like scout out this this mm. this guy. Uh-huh. Okay, there goes fucking another one. Yeah. <laughs> so I should do the same, right? And then no. <laughs> 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 the first person he sees. The first group, I guess. The first group? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, you uh, you meet this sort of uh, dwarf in, in quite. He seems to be in something similar of the of the guard's um, armor. Uh, sort of the town guard's armor. He's got a beautiful blonde beard um, that sort of like comes out in these sort of like almost like waves of uh, thickness and sort of like this extravagant mustache as well as part of his beard that sort of comes up and twizzles. And uh, he turns around and goes, Hello! You have a beard like Merlin's. I'm sorry? Who? Merlin, my friend Merlin. I do not know this model. Okay. Um, we should talk. <laughs> Me and you? Yes. We sure. Talk. What's your name? What are we? Voxel. <laughs> Voxel, I'm Vrof. She puts out a, a, a meaty hand. He, yeah, he's got a very strong grip, and he sort of shakes you, and shakes your hands enthusiastically. Pleasure to meet you. What are you doing in these parts? What brings you to the party? I'm sure you are invited. Yes, uh, uh, we were invited by the Bellstones, and uh, and is this your friend? That is. Oh, hi. This is my friend. 
Pleasure to meet you. Right off. Pleasure. He shakes your hand vigorously. He's strong. You too. Thank you. You are considered a position in the guard. I... Well, no, but... You should consider it. No. We no. have many perks. No. Uh, so is that for you? Are you, are you part of the guard? Part of the guard! <laughs> and he, like, looks around at the, some of the other dwarves, and they just sort of laugh, and he, he throws back his head and gives this over-exaggerated... <laughs> what is funny? Yeah, I am... I am more than part of the guard. Part of the guard. My name is Varor. I am uh, the master of arms here in Hadscourt. Is so you're, you are really good with your arms? Exceptionally good with my arms. And what is what does one master of the arms do exactly? I master all types of weaponry. Hmm. That makes sense. You are rather energetic. <laughs> I am. Thank you. You're a strange fellow. Strange fellow. So, <laughs> <laughs> in every way, really. What about you? What brings you here? Oh, we were in the mines, and we killed the monsters. No! We came back from... You were the conquerors of the caverns. We killed the you... Oh, very good, very good. Do tell, yes, continue, continue. We killed the monsters, we saved the miners, and we came back up. Bravo. What was it like? What were the monsters like? I believe it was a cave fisher, was it not? It was a what? Cave fisher. That's what I've been told, at least. Maybe. I hadn't recognized any of them. They were very odd-looking. I bet. Not many pretty creatures down in the mines, that's for sure. And he sort of looks around at the group and they all like laugh at his joke. Stare at He's like, walks over and he's like, this all is like, was that funny? No. Okay. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> is this enough talking? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You're excused. <laughs> I think that went very well. I, I agree. You did good. You're learning. I thought. You talked and you, you got laughs. They were laughing at your jokes. Okay. Even though you weren't making any, but they were laughing still, so that's good. Is that okay? That's I mean, good. People laugh at times they mean either they're insulting you or they're having fun. Uh, sometimes they mean both, but usually you do. Were they. Okay. I was just wondering about it. Um. Just <laughs> like. Look to see whatever the fuck everyone else is is doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. What are the rest? Crossings. Crossing, come over here. Let's get some meat on those bones. It's like slightly embarrassed. He's getting called out. Crossing, come over here. Coming. Coming. Fitting you too. Fitting with the banquet table already. <laughs> with, the, with the what? With the banquet table. Pile. Fuck yeah. Finn knows how to do this. Sounds like looking at a plate. She took like 
like very polite portions of the roast beef, roast pork, and now she's just like really regretting it. Don't pass me that tankard. Is he like just like starts scooping up like the gravy that's coming out of the pies <laughs> and all that stuff? She's getting like some mashed potatoes spooned in as well. And Sarah's like, mm-hmm. and then t- t- turning to others, just like, excuse him. <laughs> Dropped as a kid. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his Kara, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, That's like okay, get as much as you want, dear. Mm. <laughs> I'll have, like, two plates in like one hand, like, and then like one leg on like the nice, inside nice. of my arm, and I'm just like trying to get like, some more of that. Get to the tape potatoes. Like, yeah. potatoes. One, one second. And then he like tries to put his tail onto the table. Not with your long <laughs> tail. Tails on. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can move on if you've got gravy in the tankers. You're not going to drink that fucking gravy, are you? I'm not. You are. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he just like hands you the tankard. Come on, let's go eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Finn and, and Mar, what are you guys up to? Can I see Gilda anywhere? More your perception check. Yay. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, it takes you a little while. You're sort of like wandering through the groups uh, of dwarves. You don't exactly have a height advantage of these guys. For you, it's very much a sea of people around your height. And um, eventually, you do spot her. Um, she is sort of um, uh, she's 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 not in eating. She's got like a, a large tankard of, of some sort of ale, uh, and you recognise uh, her sort of fiery red hair sort of coming out in um, uh, yeah quite kind of like she kind of made an effort where it's 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 messy as hell but it is it, but it's so long like her hair um, and you recognize that she's kind of hard to kind of easy to spot Jesus she doesn't she's one of those dolls that doesn't really have a beard doesn't grow one she shapes um, and uh, yeah you see her sort of talking with some dwarves. Okay. Um would we have met before? Yes, you've probably okay. have met for a few times, yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna hang back until I see an opening. See an opening? Yeah. yeah. It's not long, she's sort of like, you see it like she's just talking to people and she's kind of like looking around uh, and she, you get the sense she's kind of bored of the conversation. After a while, she like, someone says something, they make a joke, she like laughs, uh, or kind of fake laughs, and then just like excuses herself and walks away and just like, it takes a like long drink of the tankard as she like makes her way to like a food uh, station and she sort of like grabs a plate and starts helping herself to um, like one of the or a bowl really and helps herself to one of the stews. Okay, um, I'll side all up and say, "Long night, Gilda." Oh no! Didn't expect to see you here. Yeah, didn't expect to be here. Um, but I mean, once. Clear up minds once you're getting back to these things, I assume. I, I heard. I heard. Well done. Right, well done. Yeah, thank you. Um, I actually had a question to ask. Someone, someone raised a large um, member who, but did you ever happen to know a man called a Simic or something like that? Simic? Yeah, something like that. I did. And not, you not see, like a, a, a not a great expression across uh, her face. Yeah, not a pleasant man I've heard. Um, we've been kind of tra- trying to track him down. Um, 
She like looks around and she's sort of got like two um, strands of hair that sort of like come and frame her face and she like <laughs> blows one of them out of her eyes and, and goes let's go uh, follow me and she sort of like takes you a bit out of the throng and a bit bit to the side um, sort of behind one uh, I guess slightly behind, obscured by one of the pillars and what do you know about Simic? I know um, he's greedy, um, creepy, potentially. Do you hear he's crazy? Crazy? I didn't hear that. I came in the shop a few times. Uh, wanted to know about sort of fine copper smelting. So it was copper. Hey, uh, he uh, he caused quite a stir here in Patsco and you. Do you hear what happened to him and no, what like his history and not you don't know anything about him? No. Right, well he's not really talked about. A bit of a taboo subject, that's why I pulled you away. But uh, he was he was sort of like this engineer of sorts. Uh, but he was also like a healer. He like he worked a lot, um, tending to miners' injuries. He worked in sort of like the the medical center. Uh, so he would, you know, help with fixing of broken limbs and cave-ins, you know, incidents like this. And he was very good at surgery. Uh, but he was also an engineer of sorts too, more experimental. I never had any of his work in my shop. What happened to him? Why is he so taboo? Well, he, uh, he tried to design things to help the miners on their excursions um, and to help with efficiency. And uh, he was he was sort of um, banished, really, uh, by Lady Boltstone. He uh, he had some unethical and unnatural experiments. He was... It was barbaric, really. He was trying to um, attach elements of mining equipment onto living things. I think we may have found one of his experiments in the mines. Really? Some kind of horror with pickaxes attached to his hands. A hook horror. Okay, yeah, that, that, yeah, that tracks. In the beginning, he was gonna use creatures he had access to on the surface, but that was too barbaric, so then he just, he, he managed to capture some creatures, some underground creatures that most people don't really look favorably upon, you know. Not many people like hook horrors, but to see what he did to them was messed up and, uh, but he was convinced that he could control their actions with some sort of copper and, I don't know, some sort of other crystal stuff as well. His goal was to get the creature, edit their physiology with, you know, high quality mining equipment, etc. and send them in and he could control their every move. But 
as far as I know, he didn't really get that far. He's, the lady found out about his experiments, and a lot of the dwarves weren't happy about it. You know, not many people would be. It's barbaric and quite frankly fucked up. And uh, so he was he was banished. But, um, he. I don't really know what happened to him because he was told to pack up his things and leave and then he sort of left but there, I think he left he must have left before I get you know he probably wouldn't stick around but mm, he must be around somewhere I don't think so mm. he's not in Padscombe at least not that I know of I haven't seen him, and everyone seems to think he's gone, and he's gone, gone. Unless he's in the mines. Maybe. For me, uh, for me, persuasion check. No. As when you say go into the mines, she sort of like looks over her shoulder and goes, I, you didn't hear this from me, but the night he supposedly left and was banished, that was also the night that, uh, you know, Magnus? Yes. His, uh, sort of star student also went missing but everyone presumed that was the you know because of drink no one really knows what happened to her hey she was a young stupid heavy drinker aren't we all but she was heavier than most is Gilda trustworthy Roll me an insight check. Not you. Ooh. Um, eight. Eight? Yeah. It's hard to read. She's got like a very stern expression. And she, you don't, you haven't seen her smile much in your like time knowing her and or show much emotion. She seems to have this like business sort of oh, that's face. better than nothing. Um. So, you know, I don't know. But I always thought it was a bit of a coincidence. Mm. But no one seemed to look into it. But again, you didn't hear that from me. If he was him, <laughs> to bear off him, what would happen? I don't know. He's gone, so probably nothing. Mm. Well, thank you, Gilbert. It's been really informative. You're welcome. Enjoy, Enjoy the rest. Everything. I will try my best. She sort of like takes a deep breath and steps out from behind the pillow. See you around, man. Bye. Alright. How's the meat? It's good. It tastes fine. 
so we are wearing our respectful clothing. We have ringgons. We have. And we have eaten. Yes. So what else do we do? I well, I I think we mingle, drink, and eat more. Well, Murray was. Uh, attempting to steal something from oh. someone? Is that something no, that no. we do in these no, situations no. as well? Okay, Voxo? Yes? Do not listen to what Marm, Agamar, Saren, maybe... No. That should... Maybe Parsley. No. no. I mean, it's best not to listen to Progen, the best, best of times. Honestly, me as well. Listen to Finnan. Okay. I shall go find him. <laughs> <laughs> go find Finnan. <laughs> um, pass it. Yeah, trying to. I think he I would. I, away. Why isn't he picking up on my signal? I think Parsi would kind of like go around the sort of corner and like walk sort of past it and sort of scout him out, but then kind of just shake it off himself. That kind of like scouting out from the corners and stuff, mm, and just, yeah, yeah. he's just going to 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 walk up. And I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yes. As you walk up, you're sort of in the middle of conversation with some of the dwarves there. He just seems to be quite like he seems to be like captivating the audience slightly in his uh, story, and you, you get the sense he's he's describing some sort of um, work that he is doing. It seems to be I'll lean against something and listen to, to yeah, his conversation. Um, medical based, and and you sort of hear him. Yes, well, it was frighteningly hard. And I kept telling, I kept kept telling the the miners, you know, don't go into that tunnel if there is um, gas, and there'll be nothing I can do about it. But uh, what can we do? So we had to make a decision and um, extract a lot of the pus built up in the lung. Uh, so, but we saved their lives, you know, and um, and you see like some of the the, the dwarves there just like. Like pretending to like follow along, um, you know it's quite a. Uh, sorry, can I help you? Sorry, I was just listening. In. You sound like an expert. Well, I wouldn't say an expert, but I've done it for a long time. You seem to be saving more miners than we did, so maybe this should be a new one at this very point. Than you did. Sorry, who are you? Parsley. I, uh... Pleasure. Volwyn. Volwyn. Um, me and my... companions, uh, cleared the mines a couple of days ago. Oh, that was you, was it? Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um... I hear it was quite the, um... trouble down there. Honestly, I don't know why people... 
would want to continue going down Tunnel 13. I think it should just be boarded up, really. That's exactly what I was saying. It's like, it's so dangerous. The amount of injuries I've treated from Tunnel 13 is absurd. What just don't get out. did you... Were you eating... What, what creatures did they come up against? Oh, goodness. So many. Mostly it was... Severed limbs and the ones that survived. There was a few poisons as well, mm. uh, sort of paralyzing oh. poisons, um, and some other nastier ones that just sort of rotted the flesh. Rather, rather unpleasant. But you get all sorts. You know, Are lines. you more of a surgeon, or do you? Yeah, so I, I had a lot of the medical. Uh, I guess the medical centre in Padscombe, and uh, I've been a surgeon there for a long time. Do you um, do you work with traditional medicines or? Oh no, no not not really my purview. I sort of um, leave that a lot to the nurses. I'm much more of the. Um, there's a severed limb, there's infected flesh that needs cutting away, I can do that. Um, I was trained in the anatomy and physiology of different beings. Where were you trained? Oh, a long time ago. Um, from Stompbo originally. Sorry, what was that? Stompbo. You know the settlement? No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it, unfortunately. Where are you from? Um, a little, a little village. Uh, I, to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I came to talk to you. I, I see you're an elf. I am. I, I don't tend to know much about my history or my people. Oh really? No. That's a shame. It is quite, um, you wouldn't, do you know of, of Alara? She runs a, a Oh, a, yes. Yes. Herbal hands, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, she's very good. Yes. She is. She makes some, um, she makes some tonics and, and poultices every now and then for the, for the hospital, but, um, I haven't had too much interaction with her. Are you are you familiar with many elves? Not in Padscombe, no. I've obviously met a fair few of my time. Mm. Alara's a bit older than me, of course, but um, so I presume she's met more. But I've travelled a fair, fair bit. Um, you know, ourselves who come away from our societies are usually a bit estranged. Might I ask a little bit about the societies of elves? Are there many? Or few? <laughs> um, yes. Well, there's quite a few. Uh, perhaps, perhaps I can talk to you about that another time, though. Yes, of course. So, um, not quite. <laughs> he sort of looks over at some of the dwarves who just seem sort of lost. Oh, how, how would it be? Please, continue. Thank you. Uh, and he sort of starts to go back and he sort of like gives you a bit of a funny look and, and goes back to his conversation with some of the dwarves. Um, 
and shortly afterwards that the music starts to to quieten down uh, and you hear a sort of slight bugle uh, sound throughout the um, the hall and you hear a, a dwarven voice and those of you higher see sort of this uh, one of the servers with a sort of platinum um, Boltstone crest, uh, uh, crest on his sleeve say please welcome our generous host and lady of Padscombe Lady Boltstone and um, there's a sort of general polite applause throughout the, the, the crowd and, and a few sort of cheers and such yes as well um, as uh, Lady Boltstone sort of steps around, um, steps forward and the crowd sort of parts and so most people in the hall will get a view and um, she steps sort of around one of the end pillars towards the throne end and um, sort of smiles at the crowd and you see Lady Boltstone, um, she's quite a tall sort of narrow featured human female um, with sort of dark brown hair sort of tied back in this sort of loose bun at the back um, with sort of like a few strands sort of gently flowing down. Um, she has like very dark green eyes. Uh, she's dressed in a royal blue, very beautiful, elegant dress robe with sort of a, a low cut um, and like a, 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 sorry, a blue shawl over her shoulders as well. So blue sort of similar royal blue on one side, dark green on the other. Um, she has uh, a sort of amethyst and sapphire sort of encrusted hairband around where her hair goes into the bun, um, a silver sort of sapphire necklace and earrings, one sort of sizable amethyst and the other, uh, so on her right here, yeah, and the other uh, slightly smaller amber crystal on her left, uh, both sort of encased in this silver filigree. She's also wearing this sort of black like headband with like a, almost like a fascinator, but it's like a slight veil as well um, over her face um, and anyone who is uh, either proficient in history or um, yeah or, or been in Padscombe for a while can roll me a, a history check um, she holds herself quite regally and she just smiles around at the crowd um, looking over everyone um, 14 14 13 um, okay, Agamar, you um, you would know this um, when a in this in Patsum society and particularly in Dwarven society, when um, someone's uh, partner dies, there is usually a grieving period where the other would wear, and it was particularly in uh, females, would wear a black veil. Though it's tra just traditionally, from your memory, longer and sort of covers the full face, but she seems to have gone for a more sort of stylish, elegant um, solution to it, but it's still, um, yeah, doing so. Um, and she sort of looks around and, and says, Thank you all for coming to our little impromptu celebration this fine evening. I hope you are all enjoying the wonderful food and, of course, the plentiful refreshments and there's sort of like general applause and, and cheers uh, from the crowd and all prepared at very short notice uh, by our marvellous servers as she sort of claps and leads the applause um, there um, and smiles at some of the um, 
sort of navy dress serving dwarves who just sort of like smile and nod. Um, but of course, most important of all, and you can see her eyes sort of scanning the room and she's picked out a fair few of you, particularly the ones at um, different heights <laughs> as you try to crouch down. But of course, most importantly of all, please give a warm welcome to our esteemed guests. Though many of you have already heard, this brave group of unlikely champions dis uh, descended into the Boltstone Mines and slew the creatures therein that were a great threat to our miners' lives, even saving some of those who had gone missing and bringing them safely back to their families and our home. I would personally like to extend my thanks for your service to our great town. You have Padscombe's heartfelt gratitude. And she sort of leads the applause once more and, and you, the whole, this sort of whole great hall like clap and cheer, but more sort of in a solemn way. And you see people turn to you, look to you and the um, sort of elf next to you clapping and looking with like a raised eyebrow. Um, and uh, the sort of like blonde bearded uh, gentleman sort of clapping very like uh, profusely <laughs> towards you, Roxel. Um, I would like to raise a glass, not only to our guests of honor, but to us all to Padscombe, to this truly great town. May we move towards a future full of peace and continued prosperity, not divided, but united, the best interests of Padscombe at our heart. With the great deeds such as this, done for the good of Padscombe's people. And then she switches to Dwarvish and she says, to Padscombe! And a lot of the um, basically the whole of the congregation reply in Dwarvish to Padscombe and everyone drinks and she after drinking now please everyone enjoy yourselves and enjoy the evening as she raises her drink once more and there's a general cheer and hubbub as the uh, musicians strike up again the chat continues and uh, everyone is sort of drinking and you see Jalia uh, Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, Jalia, uh, Lady Boltstone, moving her way through the crowd, greeting some people, but generally sort of making a beeline towards where you are. Um, and that is where we're going to end tonight's session as you get ready to meet Lady Boltstone.